beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippey, and this podcast is dedicated to the non-believers, the confused believers, and the true believers. Because I, at one time or another, was all three, and I'm here to help you get a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he's all about. Let's grow in our faith together. You learn as I learn. I like the Bible, and I like words, so therefore, I like birds. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. My name is Zach Rippey and I'm your host. Man, we've had such an influx of new listeners as of late, and I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been tuning in that is a newbie. Thank you for everybody that's been here since day one, and just along the way, whenever you find yourselves trickling in, it just always means the world to me because it just lets me know that people are out there hungry for more faith, hungry for more Jesus, hungry for more just life-giving conversations and topics and just discussions that we do on this show. And of course, you know, we sprinkle in some humor and just some truth and just the raw and the realness aspect of this show is what I feel like has uh, garnered us the, the success of the show in the two and a half years that we've been doing it. And, you know, they say it takes five years for something to actually gain a, a weight to it, especially in business and gaining a successful uh, stance when it comes to the eyes of the people and just the longevity of it. So the fact that we're halfway there means the world to me and you being a part of the ride has only made it that much more enjoyable. So good news is on the audio platforms only, which this is an audio only episode for the peeps that have been here since, you know, the beginning or just love the audio. I mean, uh, I've been doing a lot of videos recently, if you've noticed on social media and even if you're a fan of our YouTube. And I have to say, man, it's given me even more of an appreciation for the audio because I just see how much people are listening and just see how much impact the show has when people are able to tune in throughout their week, whether they be in the car, at the gym. I had a listener one time tell me that they listen in the shower and I was like, all right, like, that's cool. Get with it. You know, like, that's your only time. She was a mom. Uh, so <laughs> and that's uh, maybe something that you guys can uh Adopt yourselves if you guys ever find yourselves in the shower wanting to hear a little word and just hear, you know, a good time and a good vibe on the show. But anyway, just wanted to come on here and just open with that and just say thank you so much for that support. We've also had, man, we've had uh, an influx of sales too for the shirts and the books. Um, recently, man, we I went to the post office two times in the last week to ship out uh, over, uh, I'll just tell you the exact number, 11 orders, which is incredible with shirts and books. And just signing them and sending them out and just y'all being able to be so supportive of that, which, wow, shipping costs have gone up since the last time I was shipping out shirts. I will say that. So on the next round of uh, shirts and books, I might have to raise it up at least five bucks to uh, at least break even on my uh, purchases of the shirts and books and stuff like that. So, but essentially, man, I'm not even, you know, I'm not even talking about that, but I'm more so talking about just the support, you know, people putting their hard earned money to support us is just incredible and just the fact that you're taking the time to wear the shirts and read the book it's just it's man it just it just shows that the support before the blow up is real uh and i appreciate each and every one of y'all and i feel like god has a big plan for um my my own personal walk and my own personal life and my own uh character for sure uh and my ministry and just uh the podcast, the book, like who knows what else, uh, what other doors God is going to open that's just going to really just, you know, bring more life to what we're doing over here. So 
I just want to say thank you so much, y'all. Truly, it means the world and it feels so good, especially in a slow month like February for my business. It was just like life giving to be able to like, you know, have something to do that felt like, wow, God is blessing this area of my of my being, essentially. So and it's, uh, of course, you know, it's helpful for the family as well. And uh, it was just truly special. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Hope you all enjoyed the letters if you got those as well. Uh, made sure to personalize each and every one of them to my relationship with you. And it just means so much, especially knowing that so many people ordered them that weren't in Texas. You know what I mean? I've been living here for like the last four years now. And every I think everybody that bought a shirt and a, and a book online was all from, you know, Florida, Maryland, all over the place, um, to, to name a few right there. Are you exhausted by chasing money? Do you ever feel that way? Are you just tired of like putting in all this effort and this energy throughout your weekly lives in order to just get a little piece of paper to pay for the bills that are in your life. Does that ever just exhaust you? I listened to a podcast recently by my uh, Andrew Schultz's podcast and a local comedian from the Dallas-Fort Worth area has really made a name for himself and has kind of blown up over the last year. He's got like 350K Instagram followers. He was just on The Tonight Show. His name is Ralph Barbosa. And he was on the on the podcast, uh, and he just recently, like I said, blow up, blew up. So he's you know just been killing it, right? And he said last week was the first time he hasn't made money in a long time. And he used to be a barber, and you know self uh, claimed on there that he was a bum and like you know likes he doesn't really care about the money kind of thing. And he was like, I enjoyed that week of not making money. It felt like me again, and it was a very interesting perspective to have. And I was just like, wow, that's so true. It's like you know, you can go from being your pedal to the metal and then boom, the second you take that off for a second, it just feels nice, you know? So uh, I'm just, it's one of those things where I'm in this season right now where when you look at like your month over month of like what you're making, especially being self-employed, it's very like up and down and you never know what opportunity is going to come your way. And, you know, God's always been faithful and always provided, but it's been one of those things recently where it's like, no matter how much, you know, you think you need to make per month, it always seems like there's just something that comes up that's unexpected or uh, a big expense that, you know, is on the table that you're going to have to cover soon and, you know, taxes rolling around. It's just like this never ending cycle of once you have it, it finds a new home. Once you make it, somebody else takes it. Once you once you got it, it gets transferred to somebody else's pocket, you know, and I'm living in this season right now over the last couple of days specifically where I'm just kind of. I want to take my foot off the gas, you know, even though it's like all these things have come up, you know, in my family of like, we want to do a fence. We were trying to sell, fix the RV to sell the RV. Uh, we got friends coming to town. We got uh, a doctor visit that Catherine's going to that's, you know, going to be on the pricier side. We got all these things, you know, I don't want to go down the, the list here because <laughs> I don't want to bore you because <laughs> it's a long one, but all these things just approaching all at once, you know, and just feels like playing catch up from Christmas. And of course, you know, as a, as a writer and a freelancer, January, like literally November through February is like the worst time of year as far as, um, you know, just being slower. But even though, you know, I will say God has been super faithful, like we've been able to, you know, handle all our bills in that time, despite it being a little bit slower than the usual. Uh, and it's just trying to figure things out as being a homeowner. I've only been a homeowner since April and have had to, you know, make big decisions for the land and for the family, you know, getting a truck and stuff like that and just having big things come up. You know what I mean? I'm sure you guys can relate at least one season in your life. You've had that happen. And it's just one of those things where, man, I'm take. I just feel like I want to take my foot off the gas and just trust. 
Does that make sense? Instead of me being like, all right, what can I do to make more money? What can I do to, do I got to create more gigs? Do I got to promote my gigs on Fiverr and like spend money on cost per clicks and stuff like that? Do I got to keep trying to sell more books? Like, what is the thing, God, that I have to do? Do I got to get a part-time job somewhere just for like, you know, Friday and Monday and then right on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? You know, like, what is it? Right before I came on here, uh, I just, I shut off my fan. I shut off my music. And I opened up a, a book that's about about Christ, and I just felt this peace of like, man, we have everything we need. We're good. Like, there's no reason. And that's the thing, y'all. This is a little bit interesting. I read this quote from shout out Lucas Beasley from uh, Oklahoma. He's a pastor out there, and he put up this quote recently that said, "Worshiping or worrying is a form of worshiping, and it's not to God." And I was like, ooh, like that stung a little bit. So like, that's interesting because I feel this peace where I'm not like worried financially at all i'm just bothered by it like i said i feel like man we're making great money for you know comparatively to what we were a year ago you know as far as you know my freelance writing goes and all that and but still it's like that number almost feels like it's never enough you know and i've, I've heard that before when people talk about you know the love of money it's like once you have a certain number it's like you're going to want more and more and more and need more and more and more you know and it's like i don't want to feel that way so I don't know, I'm taking my foot off the gas and I'm releasing it because it is exhausting chasing money. And I don't want to deal with that. You know, I don't even want to think about that. I don't want to, you know, let that be my focus. I want my focus to be Christ and, you know, the calling he's put on my life. And I just got to trust. I just got to put it on his tab. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I say often whenever, you know, my wife's like, oh, I want a new vacuum or a new bowl or uh, a mixing bowl or, uh, you know, practical stuff that we need, you know, for her making sourdough and then her cleaning the house. You know, it's not like she's over here wanting like jewelry and, you know, Louis Vuitton bags or anything like that. But uh, whenever something ha comes up, when it comes with the kids or something like that, I'm oftentimes just like, well, I guess we'll just put on the Lord's tab, you know, and like, Jesus, you got this, right? You know, so, but also being smart, you know, I cut a couple expenses. Uh, I cut some investments, things down a little bit. That's like, all right, let me just put this down here for a little bit to get us through this little season. And, you know, just making more sound decisions uh, and, you know, being smart because I don't know if you've noticed, y'all, but the price of everything is still going up. They say inflation is coming down, but they lie, Jack. It ain't peaking. It ain't sticky. They just be lying. It, it, ain't, it ain't coming down. Oh, gas came down because, oh, guess what? We drained 600 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Reserve. Oh, yeah, that's real nice. It's, what, 30 cents lower? Okay, great. That's awesome. What about the eggs I'm paying for more for a dozen than for a pound of ground beef? How does that, that work out, Jack? Uh, Biden's economy. I do hope if y'all voted for Biden, y'all repented. I'm going to just say that because... <laughs> And I'm not just so much blaming on one dude, but like the country is like for real in free fall. And I kind of, you know, I got a little hot. I got a little hot on the last episode that I did with uh, John Ramos and uh, David Uceta and, and Mario Cedillo. And I, I got a little passionate about, you know, the Grammys and uh, the Super Bowl halftime show and just all the perverseness that's going on in the world. And. You know, I saw, when I when I left the studio, I was like, man, did I go too far? Did I go like a little hard on that? And I didn't feel like convicted at all. I felt more so just like I didn't communicate everything as much as I wanted to or as well as I wanted to, if that makes sense. I wish I kind of like packaged it better instead of letting the, the passion and the emotion 
kind of drive what I was saying. So uh, I haven't even listened to it back. I just remember that's how I felt afterwards. I'm like, man, I, I wish I kind of said it better because I didn't paint it in the in the in the in the right perspective that I had about it initially. You know, uh, I did talk a lot about, or I did have a moment where I talked about Tony Evans preaching about how we could even in America put you know race as an idol above God to the point that we're okay with the sin and the perverseness of an entertainer as long as they line up with our race and we like their music and our flesh supports them. So we're willing to put that above God and our own faith based on our love for this artist and for this person. And I don't know, that's kind of what I was communicating when I brought up the race part of it, because we can put a race above that. We can put anything above God. You know, if people back in the day can put like a fake statue or a statue of like a cow above God, they can certainly put a celebrity figure that is influential, especially in the world of music, fashion, and design above God as well. So we just have to be vigilant about that. But you know what? I kind of, you know, had my moment before the show and I was just kind of thinking and doing some pre-show notes about that subject. And I think what bothered me the most about it was that, you know, I would go online and I would, wouldn't really see any Christians talking about even the Grammys thing and the, uh, you know, Rihanna's halftime show wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm not saying that. There was definitely some, you know, she was grabbing her uh, below the parts area and did a little sniff of the fang <laughs> and uh, had the dancers kind of like, you know, perversely dancing and almost like treating her like she was like a sex god and worshiping her. You know, there was definitely a lot of symbolism there with that. You know, we got the red, we got the white, we got the masked up people. We have like, you know, the hips moving back and forth in a, in a way that's not very honoring to God. Let's just say that. And, you know, of course, that that's kind of we're used to that in our culture. We're used to that in our entertainment. So we don't really think anything of it. It's almost like we've been programmed ourselves, me, myself included, to think that that's just normal. You know, but if you if you think about it, it wasn't long ago when Elvis was censored from television for shaking his hips too much, which that is not long ago. Y'all like our parents listen to Elvis. You know what I mean? So like to think of how secular America has become and how much we've allowed on the airwaves and the Internet and the TV and um, it's just it's scary to think about, you know, I realize, though, that I have to stop worrying about what cr other Christians are doing or posting about and saying and just focus on what I'm doing. And I'll just be the one to call it out and lead the way, because at the end of the day, it's like I was just kind of hot, honestly, because I haven't been able to get on the mic <laughs> and I've been wanting to get on the mic about this because it's truly bothersome and we can't stand for it. You know, it's almost like we have to pick a team right now. And Candace Owens talked about this, and I strongly agree that it's right in our face now. You know, they're not hiding it anymore. It's not like subtly, oh, if you pause it and you rewind the song, you can see Illuminati. No, it's straight up like she's holding up the Illuminati sign. She's dancing. She's, you know, the the imagery that's involved in it, the triangle that's going on with the, you know, Jack Harlow commercial, the Adam and Eve, you know, avocado commercial that they had where they're, you know, mocking God. You see Damar Hamlin wearing a, a jacket that has, you know, Christ on a cross with like a devilish face uh, being hung there. And it's just all blasphemy, you know, and it's like, I love my Lord. I love Jesus Christ. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see people that are in the public eye bash and disrespect my God that died for me, that died for them. It's It breaks my heart. And I'm and I and I do I get pissed off I can't lie to y'all I get mad I get angry I get righteously angry you know in, in my own opinion I think that's the way I feel because it's like 
Imagine it's like someone coming for your family, but way worse because I have a deeper relationship with Christ and I do my family at times, you know, and that's the way it should be. And that's the way, you know, God tells us to love him. And, you know, sometimes I feel distant from God, but at the same time, that made me like, bro, I want to get closer to you, God, because like other people are over here, like disrespecting you. And I don't like that on the public eye, on the biggest stage of the world, like Damar Hamlin, who everybody stinking united with in prayer is over here, like literally wearing a jacket go look up this jacket if you have not seen it please go see what i'm talking about so you can see the disgust of this branding and design that's that's mocking christ on a cross blatantly clearly clear as day look at every part of the jacket the front the back the side all the writing and scriptures that are on it please check it out you'll see what i'm talking about and it's like bro this guy just got revived back to life through prayer this dude was dead on the field and then Buddy doesn't even want to speak truth in an interview with Michael Strahan and doesn't want to acknowledge what doctor said the reason was. We know what the reason was. Buddy got the vax. Come on now. Got me hot over here in my room on a Friday. <laughs> so yeah, man. Woo! So I'm glad I was better to elaborate on that, you know, in my own studio at home and stuff like that. So I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for supporting me regardless of, uh, you know, if I didn't communicate that point well enough on the show. Um, and, man, this is uh, this is just powerful what I'm, what I'm doing with you guys today because it just feels like one of those moments where I get to really speak that truth in a very pivotal time in America. You know, we're seeing a lot of just stuff happen with the Ohio uh, train incident where chemicals being let off into the air and, you know, animals dying and chemical warfare. Uh, ecological disasters, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it seems like we're under attack, man. It really does, you know, and we have, you know, our American, you know, I was talking to my brother and brother-in-law, Zach, about this, who was actually a previous guest on our show. And, you know, he was former Marine and military. And he was letting me know that like 25% of our military right now is completely shorted, short staffed. Let's just say that short staffed. So this is something to just think about guys. And this is not, you know, to, to instill fear by any means. It's just something to be aware about. And just the reality that, you know, there's been such a push for um, our citizens to struggle with identity issues and to take hormonal drugs and to take opioids, opioids and take, um, you know, depression medication and just to really weaken the American people, right? And we had a whole bunch of conservatives who actually got out of the military during the COVID era because of their policies and because they went, you know, woke per se. And a lot of, you know, they basically weeded out Republicans and conservatives out of the military and a lot of them left. So with that being said, there was 25% less of what we need to have in the military. Not only that, we also shipped off a lot of our guns and um, jets and tanks and military equipment over to Ukraine, as well as funding that war. So we're, we're pretty short right now. We're looking a little unready for war if one were to potentially break out. So we have China, the spy plane going on. We have the train derailments. You know, is this all kind of a ploy to weaken the American people before, I don't know, let's say a war pops off and, Ch and China invades Taiwan and we have to get involved? Are we even able to get involved? Do we have the strength? Do we have the, the people? Do we have the manpower? Do we have the weapons? We have inflation rolling all time high, the debt ceiling all time high. Can we even fund our own war? Will they have to do a draft? This is the big thing I want to want you to think about today. Big circle around this conversation that me and my brother-in-law, Zach, former Marine, had who follows the news and is a historian 
uh, to the highest degree. Maybe not the highest degree, but, you know, he's he's been in his bag with history and war and stuff like that. So he was saying, like, essentially, you know, this could be a plan. And China, you know, has openly talked about they want to be the world power by 2050. And you also see on TikTok the things that they post on there for American people to see and or American kids to see and establish essentially weakening our our citizens and our youth so that if we did have to go to war and we did have to go to uh, to put a draft in place, guess who's going to war? (laughs) TikTok kids and people that struggle with identity issues and all sorts of other things they struggle with, you know, like on the front lines, you know, so it's a really interesting perspective to have. You know, we can't think we're safe. You know, look at the way we got out of Afghanistan. Like, do you feel safe after seeing that? Do you feel like American military is strong and strategic? I I don't, not after seeing that. You know, and even so, it's like, do you feel like our commander in chief is strength? That entire family is like corrupt, you know? Like, are they bought off by China? You know, is this all part of the plan? The made in China plan? I don't know. So with that being said, though, with all that spiritual warfare stuff happening and physical warfare that could potentially break out and what we know about Jesus, you know, telling us about the end times in Matthew 24 with rumors of war, that means, hey, Christians, we got to unite. We got to get on the same page of like, yo, we rock with truth. We rock with God. We rock with goodness. We rock with love. Everything else got to go. So when I speak about these things, it's not to create a scene or like, complain that Christians aren't doing this and that because it's like, you know, I'm not above any other Christian at all. I'm just more so like looking, I'm still like kind of, I don't want to say a baby at all, but I'm still looking to others in the Christian faith is like, you know, all right, so how do I move and like when it comes to certain things? You know, how do I move when it comes to these issues that I feel like are pressing on my heart and I don't see anybody else, you know, sharing the things that are on my heart, you know, for the most part, you know, shout out Marcus Rogers. He's one that actually does it and a few others on, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. But, you know, and and granted, everybody has different gifts uh, as well. You know, everybody has different, you know, I have passion as a gift. I have writing. I have, you know, being a voice for Jesus. You know, some people, you know, maybe prayer warriors and they're praying about this, you know, and that's, you know, so that's, that's something that I need to be more aware of, but I'm still also vocalizing like, yo, why aren't we, you know, speaking up for good and, uh, rebuking bad, if that makes sense. So anyway, I don't want to get too long-winded on that. But yeah, man, so this is just kind of more of an update, a little follow-up episode for uh, the episode that you guys saw with uh, my three buddies from church. Uh, great, great, great time. Great episode. Definitely highly recommend you check that one out as it is something that, uh, man, it was just life-giving and we had some good moments on there. We talked about the, the revival happening in Kentucky. We talked about future revivals. We even had some good screen time where we kind of... Uh, Inter, inter, uh, included the screen of, you know, the pictures and the videos from the footage from Allsbury, Asbury and stuff like that. I keep saying Allsbury. I don't know why. So yeah, man, check that out. Check out the video, man. Do me a huge favor and subscribe to the YouTube so you can actually see what we're doing on the video side of things. And don't worry, I'm gonna keep these audios coming because this is just, you know, how we all started. And this is when I just get the most real and vulnerable because it's just me and you talking. Couple other things I want to share with you guys on this brief episode while I catch y'all up to speed. Uh, my best friends are coming, man. Uh, Mikey and Olivier are coming from Noah's birthday, uh, first week of March, or March 5th through the 13th, around that time period. 
So you already know we're going to do an episode in the studio. So be on the lookout for that. I'll probably get in the studio either March 8th or March 9th. And we'll probably do like a live stream at night. So hopefully more people can tune into that. So I think this is going to be not the last live stream that we're going to do, but we're going to use this live stream as a test to see if we should move to the night sessions instead of the daytime sessions in hopes to get more peeps to tune in while we're live. That way we can have more audience interaction because I do feel like that's an important part of I Like Birds is like the community aspect of it. And I really want to start improving on that because I really do love and love connecting with y'all, especially when, you know, I was writing the letters to you guys that bought the shirts and the hat or shirts, hats and, um, and books. I really enjoy just being able to like further connect with y'all because man, this digital world, like it's so easy to be like, oh, they, they commented on my photo or they liked it or they DM me, you know, that's, that's cool. But I'm kind of getting like sick of that, if that makes sense. I'm kind of like kind of done with that. If, if I could, you know, I know it's so important to like what I do for a living, but I'm just like, I want something a little bit more connecting and more tangible, more, um, more endearing, you know? So I, I really want to interact with y'all in real time if possible when I'm doing the live shows. So please be supportive of that. If you see us on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube and we're live, like, yo, just pop in for a few minutes, say what's up, check out a few minutes of like what we're doing. And then if you have to go back and, you know, take care of your kids or, you know, get dinner started or something, I totally understand. Uh, just, you know, come in and show love real quick if you don't mind. So yeah, man, there's a lot to be thankful for, guys. There really is, man. The fact that the spirit is moving like it's moving right now, revival happening. You know, we've been praying for this, man, for the last couple of years, truly. You know, Sean Foot, Bethel team. Um, you know, I'm not saying the whole Bethel squad, but like in Reading, I really know like there's a big movement for a revival happening. And uh, the fact that it's just been it started up in Kentucky in the middle of nowhere, like that's incredible. Uh, and it just shows that, you know, God, God can move even in a situation where there isn't isn't much you know there's no celebrity pastor there's no influencers there it's legit just the people you know and the, the spirit and the presence of god is so powerful that it, it attracts and it draws people there and uh, revival starts with repentance so i encourage you if you know you're listening and you want to get closer to god you want to feel the love of god i promise repent like today even before i got on the mic bro like i was having a hard day uh, like i said i was just exhausted from the idea of having to chase money. And I was like, man, I don't want to chase money. I want to chase God, you know? So I gave it to God. And I'm like, yo, I'm trusting you for the big things and the little things. I'm trusting you for the finances. I'm trusting you for the big goals that we have. I'm trusting you for the bills that are unexpectedly coming up and the unexpected expenses of things. And I'm uh, just giving it to you, God. And let me just enjoy this day, this beautiful day of life and this opportunity to record with you guys today and get on the mic because, guys, I love this. This is my passion. This is my favorite thing to do is come talk to you guys about Christ and just what he's doing in my life and what he has done and just talk about the world and just being able to see it through the most biblical perspective as I can give while also realizing that, yo, sometimes your boy falls short and get a little passionate and don't communicate things the way I should <laughs> and uh, want to better, you know, do a better job for you guys on that as well. So. Uh, really improving my speaking and doing my best to just, you know, be refined. So uh, with that being said, I also want to kind of share a little update about I Like Words. Um, I feel in my soul and in my spirit that we just hit a new level, a new stride because of man's night that just happened. The opportunity I got to speak there and just really share my story and just have people really connect and show love. And, you know, we had a big uh, spike in numbers as far as people on the podcast uh, listening, as well as people just adding me on social media, as well as uh, people supporting online with the book and the shirt. 
And then the last one I wanted to share, um, that had one more on my heart. Oh, just people in person buying the book as well. So we sold out of every book that we brought to Man's Night. I'm actually going to make it another episode after this. Uh, right now, in real time, I'm talking. After this one, I'm going to make a separate one that is talking about uh, essentially the message that I gave at Man's Night so you can hear it, so you can you know feel like you were there at least when it comes to all that was spoken about and preached about. And it's a little bit more of my story uh, in a really uh, touching way that's kind of hones in on why it is so important to use your voice for Christ. So tune into that one as well whenever you get an opportunity. So I like words. With that being said, it's like I'm stacking up material for that. Uh, I am really honing in on, you know, when I launch it, I want to launch it with like uh, ammo ready to go. You know, I want to have content ready to be released. I want to have episodes ready to to drop, you know, I don't want it to be, you know, playing catch up essentially and like, oh, like, you know, I dropped it two weeks ago and now I need to make, you know, I want to have things just ready to go. So I've been stacking material for that. Trust me on that. I've been really plotting out what I want to do and just trying to get the vision down uh, exactly the way God wants me to take it and which direction I want to go with it, uh, that he wants me to go with it and making sure that he is the source of this idea, if that makes sense to you guys and just making sure it's spirit led as well. And yeah, man, I'm really excited about it. So I uh, just want to give you guys that update because I talked about it on the last episode and I really appreciate those who have been supportive that say they're excited to listen to see what that's about and see if they can learn from something in there as well. And just being, you know, a branch of what I do uh, when it comes to podcasting and, you know, putting on for Jesus and writing and just giving another outlet for people to really listen to during these times that we're living in and yeah man so i hope you enjoyed this episode do me a favor and smash the subscribe button if you haven't yet if you want to get a book still and you haven't you've been like putting it off and you're like oh man i still gotta get zach's book i've been slacking you can go to amazon right now amazon two-day shipping get it at your house you can get the paperback you can get the hardcover on there people have been like really pressing me like yo i didn't know you had a hardcover like what And I'm like, dang, my bad. Like, I just thought everybody wanted the cheapest one they can get their hands on. So I apologize about that. If you didn't know I had a hardcover, I do have one. You know, it would be really cool and would be a blessing thing to do if you were one of those people that do want the hardcover. Get yourself a hardcover and go ahead and donate the paperback to somebody that you think will enjoy it. That way we can get the book in more hands, more people reading it, more people more likely to support the show, as well as, you know, get closer to God, as well as maybe even potentially sponsor a kid from Subi. So that'd be amazing if you guys can help me out and do that and just help me grow the show as much as possible, as well as move as many books as possible by leaving a review on Amazon. I know I'm asking for a lot today. But also, come on, man, I'm motivated. I'm excited. I think that we're on to something that is unique and genuine and is going to continue to break break the mold of what you know people think about when they think about the word Christianity or Jesus. So I love you guys, and I truly appreciate you being here and supporting the show in any way that you can. And uh, check out the previous episode if you may have missed it, and catch up on some of the older ones if you want to. Binge birds is what I like to say. So we are the birdhouse. My name is Zach Rippey, and I hope you have a blessed day of life.